If you've got an insurance question, you could talk to a dentist. But instead of filling you in on ways to save on your policies, he'd probably be too busy filling in that loose crown. Or you could talk to your local Geico agent, who will use their expertise to polish up your policies, from home and auto to renters, motorcycle, boat, and RV too. So while, yes, your dentist can save your smile, your Geico agent could save you money, which will make you use that smile a whole lot more. To find a Geico agent near you, visit geico.com slash local. Hello. This is Father Louis Skurdy with Friends of the Word. Today we commemorate the Feast of All Souls. I can't celebrate Mass this morning, and here today to reflect with you on those who have passed before us, those who have died. And we believe that the souls of the just are resting in the hands of God. Recently I saw a movie. It's called Coco. It's a, it's a little cartoon. It's a Disney pixel movie and it was so enlightening and pleasant basic story is this little boy's great-grandfather died and he was in the land of the dead and the goal of this little boy is to have this grandfather remembered I'm simplifying it I'm looking at part of it that often people think about it's cartoonish. It's not theology. Okay, so get that straight. And the, the theory of the movie is that the man who died will not be able to visit his family on the La Dia de, 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 um, the Day of the Dead. La Dia del Muerto. Okay, Muertos. <laughs> not Spanish. But he could not re, re, reveal himself or visit the family on the Day of the Dead in the graveyard where all the Mexican traditional activities go on without people remembering him. So he was torn off one of the pictures that they had of him so nobody could remember him, the theory in the movie goes. So this little boy's goal was to get his great-great-great-grandfather remembered. Okay. Interesting how in the movie the character, the playing the great-grandfather, was starting to fade away in the land of the dead. And if he faded away, he'd never be, never be remembered again. Okay, that's not theology. Let me tell you how it corresponds to our theology of the Day of the Dead, the Feast of All Souls, which began in the Middle Ages when the Pope who was reigning had all of the bones of the dead who were in the catacombs around Rome, there are many catacombs, the early burial places of the Christians, transferred to the floor underneath the Pantheon, which was a temple given to the church um, by the then governor of Rome. And the Pope had the floor lifted and all the bones of the dead were interred there. So the Pantheon, which is the name of, quote, all the gods, became the church of all the saints. So now it's dedicated to all saints. And underneath that church is all the bones of the deceased. That translation, that bringing of the bones, signified the respect we have for the dead. The respect we have for the dead is very sacred because we believe as Christians that when we're baptized, our, temp our bodies become temples of the Holy Spirit. 
We receive Eucharist. We are forgiven. We, we sin, but we, we re reconciled. Okay? So our bodies are very important. That's why for many years the place of burial was significant. Now cremation is, is respected and utilized a great deal, and the, the ashes of the dead are placed in columbarium, which are the same places the early Christians had in the catacombs, the little niches in which the, the urns of the dead who are being cremated can be placed. What's our faith? Our faith is that because of the resurrection of Jesus, he rose from the dead. He rose from the dead. He was dead. He rose from the dead. He conquered death. So we still experience death as the most horrible thing, I think, in creation due to, due to our bodies dying. I'm not going to go into the theology of the devil and all that good stuff right now. But when we die, that's not our last existence. We don't go out of existence. Because we are body and soul, our spirits go on. Then you have the judgments, the immediate judgment, long-term judgment, last judgment. Again, I'm not going there. I'm interested in us remembering those who have died before us. Remembering them helps us pray for them so that they can be ushered into eternal life. Praying for them, I think, puts us in contact with them and allows them to watch over us, to pray for us. Because don't forget, although our ancestors have died, we believe one life closed, another life opened. So when they entered eternal life, a new door to their eternal life opened. This is temporary, our lives here on earth. It's temporary. Maybe 100 years, maybe 110, who knows? But it's temporary. When we close our eyes in death, we enter into the eternal aspect of our lives. I'm only talking to Christians. Other religious groups have their own theologies. But I think basically we all share this, that after this life there's heaven or something. We believe heaven. We believe judgment and then heaven. And that heaven is our invitation to be with the risen Christ forever who conquered death. So it's very important for us to remember we call them the souls because we all have body and spirit. Spirit is called soul. Um, it's very important for us on the Feast of All Souls Day to remember, it's right on the cusp of All Saints Day, that they, the, those who have died, have entered into the same sanctuary of heaven as all the saints. And the saints are the heroic members of our faith who have done extraordinary things and who have been recognized in an extraordinary manner by the church and they've been, quote, canonized saints. So it's very important for us to remember those. I mean, think of the people you love. Think of the loved connection with those who have gone before you and how that love is, is ongoing, as painful as it is for us to remember them because they're not physically with us and our bodies long for a touch, a, a word, a, a kiss. Our bodies long for that. We know that. That's part of the human condition that we don't really like. But it's part of our faith that as long as we love that person, we'll feel the presence of that person. And when someone stops loving him, like he, he or she fades because of history, no one remembers him, and we don't pray for them. I pray for my ancestors all the time, even the ones I didn't know. I was lucky enough as a family therapist to trace my ancestry back to woo, a long time ago. So I do pray for all of my ancestors, those especially I didn't know. 
but especially those that I did know. I mean, including my, my cousin Johnny, who recently died, my brother, who only died only a few years ago, my parents, my grandparents, and the list goes on. And these are the people we have to remember. Remembering doesn't keep them alive. That's the movie. Remembering keeps us alive in connection with them. Our prayer keeps a connection strongly with them, praying that they rest in peace, praying that they watch over us, praying that, that they're doing God's will now, and they'll give us the strength and encouragement to do God's will while we're on earth. If people are not remembered, and there might be some that are not remembered, they went off the history books, they are still resting in peace. See, they, that, that's the movie. So we're not going with the movie. We're going with our faith, which means the souls of the just are resting in the peace in the hands of God. We, we pray for those. And just one day, imagine, you and I are gonna, not going to be here. We're going to be there someplace, hopefully in heaven. And someone will pray for us. So it's very important for us to keep the pictures, keep the mementos, keep the, the ideas of, of those that we, sh- we love and share their lives with while here on earth alive. It's very important for us to pray for them. So on the day of the dead, the Feast of All Souls, we pray for all of our ancestors who have died before us, those that remember, those that have no one to pray for them, and those that we really still are so much in love with. And I hope this brings us consolation, because they're watching over us. Just as Jesus, who died and conquered death, opened the gates of eternal life for us, they, our ancestors, have entered that eternal life and hopefully are praying for us. This has been Father Lewis here on the Feast of All the Dead, La Dia de los Muertos. God bless you. You know a spot, but not just a spot, the spot. Actually, with the all-new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier. With standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-foot of torque. Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should, too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too, and with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus, made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV.